0: Welcome, everyone, to the Oral Torah, Daf yomi Uh Today's shiur is Daf Lamid Vav. We will begin on Daf Lamid He Amur Bet, at the words, oraita, Deoraita de oraita," which is about seven lines to the bottom, first word on the line. Um, before I start, I would like to mention, I'd like to thank the people who came last night to the Siyum, of Masechet Shabbat in my house. Um, we want to thank Kaddosh Baruch Hu for the ability to have finished Masechet Baruchot and Masechet Shabbat. Uh, if we stop right here, Chas V'Shalom, it would already be a tremendous accomplishment that we really owe Hashem a tremendous amount of thanks that we, He allowed us to learn His Torah. Many generations, people never had a chance to learn Torah. In our generations, we have the opportunity, we have the ability, and Hashem gave us the ability to do it. We want to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I also want to mention something I forgot to say last night, which is, and this I want to say to everyone who wasn't there last night also, people who are listening uh, out there, many, uh, many dozens of people, I'd like to just tell you that uh, I owe you Hakaratov both the people in class and the people who are out of class, because uh, I could tell that when I'm preparing the Gemara, I have a tremendous siyata deshmaya, things that if I was learning it for myself, I don't know if Hashem would give it to me as easily. And somehow when I have to do it for the Shi'ur, uh, Hashem allows it to go into my brain much faster than it would have otherwise. And the only explanation I have for it is the zichut of the Sibur listening. Uh, Hashem wants them to get it clear and therefore He puts it in my mouth clearly to give to you. I know it's not my zichut, I know it's yours and therefore I want to thank everyone for your collective zichuyot that allow us to reach this point and Bezat Hashem will allow us to finish Eruvin and the rest of Shas Inshallah. Okay. As a quick review the Mishnah had spoken about case where you have Tenuma, it was three different cases, but the third case was a case of Tenuma shenit, that got um, Tameh, while still Day, it's not an Eruv, we knew that but if it was safek, meaning safek on the Tenuma when it got Tameh then there was Machloket where Mayor and Rabbi Huda had said it was the Hamar Gamal, which means that the person who put the, the person who put it is stuck. Uh, He can't use either one, and he can't use his home one either. And Rabbi Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon were saying that the Safeq Aruv is Kasher. We had asked a question about Rabbi and we said that he holds the Tehum is Deoraita, and he's being strict on the Deoraita. And that's how we explained the Machloka that's going on. We're going to soon see that there's going to be a contradiction in be Meir, as well as other contradictions as well that need to be answered about these cases. Says the Gemara, Even if you're saying it's Deoraita, I'll show you a contradiction about position when it comes to a different Deoraita, the we learned. Let's say you have a person who touched another person during the night. He rolls over in bed and he touches somebody. He doesn't know if the guy he touched was alive or dead. In the morning, he wakes up and behold, the person next to him is dead. Now, he knows he touched him in the middle of the night. But they're sleeping out in the open. If they were sleeping in the house, he'd be tamen no matter what, too much oil. But now he touched a guy. He's sleeping outside under the sky. And when he touched him, he doesn't know. Maybe the guy was alive. And then he's not, then he's tamed. Or perhaps he's dead. They have no blanket on. I'm sorry? No blanket on. Looks like it. Each had their own blanket on. Oh, each had his own blanket? Yes. Okay. That's the case of the Ghibli Mishnah. So we say, Rebbe Mi'ir M'tahar, Amir says it's Tahar. So Emeir says that we have a hazakah. When I went to sleep, I was Tahar. And the dead guy went to sleep Tahar also. Therefore we assume it stays. tamim. Why? She'kol ha'temoot m'sha'ak They hold that we we decide every safik of Tumah as it is when we discovered it. Therefore, at the Mitzia, at the time you found the, the problem, he was dead, therefore, they say it's Tameh. But we see from here, that Remeyer uses the Hazakah, and he says, As Tahor. How come in Armishnah mishnah used the Hazakah, and on the Deoraita, and Rameir was strict, Here is being lenient, Amar Mishnah Tenu, Shretar Leher Shedetz, Kol Shemashot. Our Mishnah, is talking about a case, where there was a Shedetz, on the Tumah, or B'nei Shemashot, and therefore, it was Tameh during the daytime, and therefore there's no Chazakah. Whereas it can't be, I, I, it could be this is an automatic answer ihachi sounds like it's the next step but could be it's just the the the, the flip of it bahale safek kasher is it possible that Rabbi Yossi, who argues pair would say safek kasher there's no safek if there's if there's a shemit, if there's a, a, a shenet sitting on your jar of peanut butter before shabbat started that peanut butter is and it's of course a to eat. would never let using that for your eruv. is inedible. No one can eat it. Not a Kohen, not anyone else. Says the Gemara. Edim edim Here we're not talking about that case. It's actually a different type of case. It's a case of two sets of witnesses one says that the jar of peanut butter, peanut butter became tameh during the day and the other one says it got after it got dark and therefore since the, your chazakah is against Edom chazakah according to does not work and therefore since you have two different witnesses, one saying that it's good and one saying it's not good, we have no way to get rid of the doubt. And that's why over here, he's being strict. However, in the case of the guy who rolled over in the middle of the night, there are no witnesses. Therefore, we follow the chazakah. And when you follow the chazakah, we can be. Lenient, and tell the guy who rolled over in the middle of the night that he's still tahor. He doesn't need Paraduma water to make him tahor. Says the Gemara, Rava Amar, Rava has another way to do it. Hatam tre chazke Lakula. When it comes to the case of the dead guy, there's two chazakot that that make it allowed. chada chazke l'kula. Over here, there's only one chazakah. In our case of the Eruv, there's only one chazakah. Now, why are there two chazakot? When the dead guy, there's a chazakah of the dead guy. That he was alive. The other one is a chazakah of you. The guy who rolled over in the night has a chazakah that he went to see Tahor. We assume that he stays Tahor unless proven otherwise. And therefore, those two chazakot are what are allowing... This guy to stay tahor, whereas in our case, the Chazakah that we're talking about, in, in, I'm sorry, the Chazakah that we have in the case of the peanut butter is that it was tahor at one point, but we don't know how long it stayed. There's no, you don't have a Chazakah that you're allowed to carry, right? When when you roll over the middle of the night, you have a Chazakah that you were tahor. I was always allowed. To, I was always tahor. What, who's to say that I'm not Tahor now? But when you have an Eruv, you don't have a Chazakah that you have an Eruv. You have a Chazakah that you don't have an Eruv, unless you unprove that. And therefore, since there's only one Chazakah, the Chazakah of the Tahara, of the peanut butter, that one Chazakah, according to Ravah, is not enough. Okay, the Merah says, okay. So we have a couple of answers for Remeir, But, Kasha, De'arab Yossi, we have a question from Ribyosi on Rabiosi. Now, who are the two Rabiosis? So, we had the Rabiosi on Lamed He Amudbet. Bet. If you'll go look on Lamed He Amud Bet, you'll see that Rebiosi was of the opinion. In the case of the mikvah, we said if a guy went into the mikvah, we don't know if it was 40 sah or not or you have two mikvahot and you don't know which one he went into. In all these cases, we said that according to Rabbi Yossi, (laughs) (laughs) Tanakhama said, Sveikot And Rabbi Yossi said, Sveikot Tameh. So you see Rabbi Yossi is being strict. But if you flip back to Lamed Hei Amud Aleph, one page back, uh, Lamed Lamed Hei Amud Aleph and now Mishnah, we have a question about the Eruv, that you don't know when it got tameh, and Reb Meir Reb Rehuda said, it's Hamar Gamal, your, your Machmir, and Reb Yosef says, right? So how come in one case of a doubt, you don't know what happened, he's being strict, and the other case is being lenient, right? In the Mikveh case, you don't know what Mikveh, he said, you have to be strict, and over here in our Arab case, he's being Michael. What's going on? Why is he being lenient to one another? It's a kasha and Rabiosi on Rabiosi. Says the Gemara Amor Huna Barachanina. So the Taner of Huna, the of Huna Barachanina is coming to answer the question on the contradiction of Rabiosi. There's a difference between Tum'ah and Eruv. Eruv is a completely L- rabbinic law. Mm-hmm. The whole r- rule of eruv is only the And therefore, Rebiosi feels comfortable being lenient on Drabanans. When it comes to a guy who went into a mikvah, that's a tumah deoraita. On a deoraita, Rebiosi feels like if you're not sure, you have to be strict. Mm-hmm. said, oh yeah? Shabbat nami deoraita The rules of Shabbat are also Deoraita, which means he holds that that the rules of Techum is mid Deoraita. Okay? And therefore, he holds the problem. Now, the reason why he holds the problem is because if her mayor is holding that Techumin Deoraita, according to one of the answers we said before, we're assuming that Rabbi Yossi holds the same thing because he's in the same Mishnah. No. That's answer number one for, according to Barchanina. Rabbi Rabbi Ebait Rabbi, Rabbi if I want, I could tell you. once Rabbi Once was saying his own opinion. Right? When he's strict, that was his opinion. When he's strict by the by the mikvah, that's his own opinion. and now Mishnah is saying his Rebbe's opinion. Dei Kanami, I'll prove it to you. Tiktani, because it says in the Mishnah, Amr Abiyosi Avotimus heid mishum chamisha zakenim. Avyosi was quoting Avotimus in the name of five rabbis. That's Eru Kosher. Shema mina. We see from here that he's only quoting his Rebbe Avotimus, but he himself does not have an opinion about that. He holds the other opinion that we see that he says in the mikveh case where he's being strict. So we have two answers. So, first answer was so far, was the Rabbi Yossi holds Tichumin de Rabbanan. Second answer, he holds is deoraita, but it wasn't him. It wasn't his opinion in the Mishnah. He was just quoting out Now we have Rabbi's answer. It says, Go Rav Ravamad. Hatam de Rabbi Yossi. Over there, I'll show you why Rabbi Yossi is being strict in the case of the mikvah. Heemita mea chesketo. Hebe emelotaval. In that case, there was a chazakah. The guy was tamer before he went to the mikveh, right? You want to get this guy and make him untameh. The chazakah, if we leave everything status quo, assume inertia. Things that, beings that are at rest will stay that way unless proven otherwise. Chazakah. A simple way to understand this. Obviously, much more deeper ways to understand chazakot. We're doing this in a very, very simple way. One day, Hashem will come back and do this b'iyun, and we'll have a lot of fun. But in the meantime, status quo, the guy started off before he went to Mikveh, what was he? He was Tamer. Right. right? Now you want to come with a Safek and say, no, maybe he's not Tamer. Leave the guy with the Chazakah. Assume that he stayed the same. Right? Adelaba. Hamid Mikveh al ve'em alo is What are you talking about? Let's assume that the Mikveh was good. Why do you have to assume that the mikveh that was 40 se'ah went to 39? Assume that it stayed the same when the guy went in. No, the mikveh shalom imdad. We're talking about a mikveh that what had not been measured. And therefore there's no chazakah on the mikveh. Now I just want to point out that in this case you only have one, you have, since the mikveh wasn't measured, and the guy was for sure tamer, you have one for sure tamer and one safek. That's the problem over here in the mikveh case. That's why Abyosi is strict. But in the case of Amishnah, with the Erev, the guy for sure started off with uh, no Eruv. So he has no Eruv. To, the chazakah is that he doesn't have Eruv. But the chazakah also was, and the Kentichumah was Tahor to start with. So therefore, Therefore, there's two, one opposite to the other, at least in our case. Over there, we can be lenient under the what, Or maybe under Raitas? I'm not sure if he holds the right or not. But, when it comes to... When that's by Eruv, you have at least one or the other. But when it comes to the mikveh, all, the only chazaka you have is a chazaka that the guy was tamer. But the mikveh was never measured so it doesn't have a chazaka before. And therefore, you have to go with that. Okay. Does the going forever Tanya, we learned in the writer. In what cases we also see that the guy used as a roof Nitmet We don't know if it got when it was daytime or got after it got dark. also by fruits. Odyom Nitkinu. The, the 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 case of the Tunuma is Tunuma, we don't know if it got Tameh. And the case of the fruits is fruit that was tevel, Vaday tevel, which of course no one tevel means that no one separated yet uh and Maser from it. So it's asur to be eaten according to all minions. And you you minit kanu and you fixed it. But you don't know. kanu, We don't know if it was fixed. By separating to and maser one was day or night. If it was during the day, then it was fine. If it's at night, then it's for sure no good. Rabbi, can I show you we don't know if it happened after it got dark. These are safek eruv, and he said it's kasher. That's what Ibiosi was saying. The guy made to numa, safek eruv, safek and we don't know if it was tahor or tamer to start with meaning if you never put it uh, you you don't you never you, you know it's not like the, t- the Tumu'ah happened sometime now you tuma might have happened beforehand and you put, use that two different cases and the difference of two cases in the first case we're saying i put tumaah that was for sure tahor and it might have gotten Tameh before or after shabbat that's what we says say okay the second case is I putuma that something happened the day before to it, and we don't know what? Something tameh, a tameh, thing touched it, or Taur thing touched it, and and I use that the whole time. In that case, right? We when you put it there, already had a doubt, okay? Or perot, in the perot case, you're not sure if you separated or you didn't do it. And this sappekiruv kasher. In that case. Rabbi Yosi would not say it's kosher. Versus, it says truma," the Amar Hemid truma al chesketo ve'enotimaya. by truma we say, assume the truma is chazaka and it's kosher. Perot nami. In the case of perot, also Hemi tevel al chesgav ve'mein Why did he allow? Why did he, Rabbi Yosi, allow the second case of perot? Let me clarify this. The Gemara wants to say that it seems like we're bringing two similar cases. One case where you bought truma, right? You bought in truma, and you don't know if it was tamei, uh, got tamei during the day, or got Tameh when already Shabbat. That's you know, one thing you're not sure. Okay. In that case, we're being lenient. Another case we're being lenient is the perot case. You brought perot, they weren't. Maser, no one took Maser off them or Truma, and someone took it in a remote location. And we don't know if he got it before or after the sunset. Okay? In both those cases, the, the, the Bright had said, Herbiyosi is being Makal. The Gemara is challenging. I understand the first case why you're being Makal, because in that case, if he followed the Chazakah, the Truma was Tahor, and the Chazakah is that it stayed Tahor until you find out otherwise. So that one's fine, but in the case of the truma of the of the fruits that weren't the chazaka was that they weren't separated and truma and they were no good. So why don't we leave it with the chazaka and say that they're no good? Why did you compare that to the first case of the truma in the truma? The chazaka is for you, and here the chazaka is against you. That's the question the Gemara is asking on that. So Gemara is going to say, "You're right." Change the case. It should not be a case where we're not sure if it got fixed, if it got separated during the day. <laughs> really, the case was that there was fruits that were separated already, okay and the, the, this food was already separated, and it should be fine. And we don't know what happened was not that we didn't separate but rather that something fell into it that was te- Tevel. And we don't know if that falling into it happened before nightfall, when it was still Friday, or after nightfall when it was Shabbat already. And that's why we're not sure if your Eruv is good. So again, the case is, you have fruits, let's say we'll call them grapes, and you're using them for your Eruv, okay? And those grapes, of course, you separate to Ruban Maser 100%, like the balats in Israel. And right at some time before Shabbat, somebody came, like a, a a not religious farmer came from Israel, Jewish, not religious farmer, said, "Oh, I see you putting eruv. Let me help you out. I'll give you some extra grapes for your for your eruv." And that was tevil, and he dropped it in, mixed it up with your grapes. Before Shabbat. Be, we don't know if it happened before Shabbat. We don't know when it happened. If it was right before Shabbat, then your eruv is no good because he your your peru became. Nidme'u, which is mixed up before Shabbat, so they're no good. If it happened after Shabbat, then you're fine, because who cares? By Benish was good. Yes. Good. rav shmuel barav yitzchak rav huna. Guy's got two loaves. Here's a new interesting cases Guy's got two loaves. One's tahon, one's tameh. And he wants to use it for eruf. But he doesn't know which one's tahon, which one's tameh. They got mixed up. He wants to make Eruv. He's got two ones and he doesn't know which one's which. What should he do? <laughs> he says the following <laughs> If he says, make me my eruv, I'm leaving both of these loaves over here. Okay. Whichever one is the Tahar one, that's my Eruv. Pretty cool, right? That should what? should be good. Should be good. Right? Tibai the R Mayor. We have a question according to mayor who's the strict rabbi in, in Eru, and also according to Biosi. Why is it a question according to both of them? It's a question according to Rameer. The reason why Rameer was, was strict over there, because the, he didn't let something that's for sure, not Tahor, that's why he didn't let. But over here, at least there's a the Tahor, and maybe Rameer will let. Or Dima, maybe that would go the other way. Even a Ryosi who allowed, in our case, he only said it there. Because right. if it's Tahor, then we know it's Tahor. Right. Here, we know one's Tahor, but there's no way to find out which one it is. And therefore, you'll never be able to eat it. Yeah, this is an interesting one. He's saying, R'Yosi, who let in the Mishnah, in the Mishnah again, the case of the Mishnah was Yosi allowed um t- uh, tenuma, and we don't know if it's tameh or not. He allowed you to use it if you use it. He allows the eruv to work, and maybe he only allows that to work because if it's true that it's tahor, it's a safek if it's tahor, and if it, and if it's tahor, you can eat it. But here. You can never eat it because you don't know which one it is. Okay. Rashi explains this by saying, Where is this? A'fila rabiyosi, lo mechshab ematitin, eleh mishum Horahi ha'yadala hechehu, ve'ezuhu sudato according to this Rabbi Yossi holds that everyone has to know what is my si'udat eruv and here you don't know which one is your Suda. Uh, in the Mishnah case I know what my si'udah is I'm not sure if it's the horror that's okay but if you don't know what your Suda is that Rabbi Yossi might not have let that Who, how do you know that so therefore Amalas or Huna answered Ben the Rabbi Ben the Rameer you need to have a suda that you could have when it's still day, and this is not true, and therefore, no, it would not work according to either Rabbi. That's how Huna answered the question. Okay. So Rav says, Nachman. Rabbi asked Nachman the following question. Hayom Let's say a guy makes the following thing. He has a loaf of bread. Now, he has the right to be Makdishit. Makdish means he's going to give it to the Beit Makdash. If he's Makdishit, he can't use it as roof because no one could eat it. He also has the right to change the hektash onto other money and make it allowed again. Mm-hmm. You're aware of that, right? right? If a guy, let's say I have a loaf of bread and I say this belongs to Bet Mekdash, at that point I can't use it for roof. Right. If I then say I am now transferring the Kedushah from this loaf of bread to my $100 bill in my pocket, mm-hmm. then the $100 bill becomes Kadosh and the loaf of bread you can use for right. Good. So now the case the guy says like this. Kikar this loaf of bread, Hayom Chol, today on Friday, it's regular bread, Ulmachar Kodesh, and tomorrow, on Shabbat, it's going to be Kodesh. Ve'amala, and then he says, Erevuli Bazeh, use this ma'eruv, ma'hu, is it good or not? Amal, so Nachman answered, Erevu Eruv, it's a good Eruv. Hayom Kodesh, if he says, today it's Kodesh, and tomorrow it's no good. and he says, make this my eruv, What's the he told him, it's not a good eruv. So he says, what's the difference? Okay. Now, we know that you have to worry about this ben Hashem right? So, if, if we're assuming that we follow the guy's intention. So whatever intention is by one is the other. So therefore, why are we saying that one is muta and one is basur? So when he say Hayom Kodesh, means passed over. So, oh, right, exactly. Well, Whatever, we're not sure. So he told him back, I'll tell you the answer when you measure out a core of salt. And then he answered right away by saying, when he says today, it's called tomorrow's Kodesh. We have a safik. We shouldn't take away, we shouldn't put the Kedusha on the item, which means, if you don't know yet if the item is, is, is Hekdesh, we don't assume it's hektesh until later, and therefore it's good. But, when he says, today it's Kodesh and tomorrow it's redeemed on the money that I have in my pocket, in that case, it won't work. From a safek, you can't take away the Kiddushah from the guy. And therefore, it is fine. So that means he did it, it on Shabbat. No He really transferred the money um, the, the into the money on Shabbat. Hmm, good point. Says the Mishnah, If you have a pitcher that was T'vul Yom, which means that it went to the Mikveh, and we're not sure, and you have to wait till nighttime for it to get to, completely Tahor. And we filled it up from a barrel of Ma'aser, that's Tevil. When you separate Ma'aser from food Ma Rishon, you have to give it to the Levi. Now after the Levi himself can't eat it until he separates Tumat Maaser from it. Okay? So this is Tuma This Maser that you didn't take take away Tumat much from and he says, This should be Tumat maser after it gets dark. Now after it gets dark after it gets dark is when the, the pitcher will become tahor completely. And he's saying at the same time, it should be tunumat maser. Tevarav kaimin it works. V'him amar erivu liuzeh. And if he says, I want to use the eruv, lo amar kum, doesn't work. Amar avizotu meant hayom kana eruv. It sounds like over here, that the eruv kicks in, the clicker time of the eruv is sofayom, when it's the end of the day. Meaning early. Because you see here that the Eruv doesn't work because the food was inedible during the day. Right? The food was not edible during the day because he says it shouldn't work So the fact that you can't make Eruv with that shows that the clicker time, the most important time of the Eruv is when it's dark. Because if you think it's the beginning of the Yom that makes Eruv we're now on Lamed vavom Lamed vavom yes. Why do we say it doesn't work if you guys use Eruv? If you say it starts in the beginning so why shouldn't it work? Amra Papa, not necessarily. I can even hold that maybe the, the clicker time for Eruv is the beginning of the day. Because like we said before, according to you need suda that was fit, that was usable from the daytime. And over here, this suda was not fit from the daytime, and therefore it's no good. Yes, the clicker time might be at night, but the suudah has to have been fit from the day. And your suudah was not fit from the day. It only became fit when nightfall came and the tumat maser kicked in. That's why it's no good. It's from the Says the Mishnah, Matnei Adam el omer A guy can make a eruv with a tanai, on condition the following. He could say, If the goyim are coming, from the east, and I want to get away from them, Maarav, so my eruv is on the west, we're talking about a guy, who has two eruvim, right, the guy, puts peanut butter, let's say, to the east, 2000 more to the east of town, and he puts jelly, 2000 more to the west of town, And and he says before Shabbat, he says listen, if the Abid come on Shabbat, right, from the east, then my Eruv is to the west. If the, so if the Abid are coming from Manhattan, I'm going to the west. And if the Abid are coming from Long Island, Farakway, I'm going the other way. And that's where I want to be on Shabbat. Lo Ba'u, lo Khan, lo kan. He says, if they, if neither, if the Abi don't come from either way, I want to stay like my city. I want to be able to go wherever I want in the city. I don't want to use Eruv at all. So the guy could decide his words when Shabbat starts. He could not necessarily know which way his Eruv is going, and he could on Shabbat the 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 Goyim coming could determine which one whether you whether you're a peanut butter or a jelly or nothing week. If they come from the peanut butter side, your jelly is your Eruv. If they come from the jelly side, your peanut butter is your Eruf. And if they don't come, you don't have an Eruf. Good. Here's another case. Let's say the guy says, if Rabbi Stevie comes from the east, I want to go to the east. If he comes from the west, my Eruf is to the west. If I have one rabbi coming on one side, one come on the other side, then I want to go whichever way I want. It's a little different from the previous case. Right? If he doesn't come from either place, I'm like the people in my town. What about this case? If one of the rabbis who's coming from either east or west is his Rebbe. Automatically, whether he likes it or not, he's going to his Rebbe. It's not nice. You have to go see a Rebbe. And therefore, you, if your Rebbe comes on the peanut butter side, you're a peanut butter guy. You can't say you're a jelly guy. Ah, oh, you know why I want jelly? No. Rebbe Huda says you're automatically jelly. You are both his Rebbe's, he goes wherever he wants. Okay. Says the Gemara forward. When the came, Tani Ipka. he learned the flip. He learned that when the goyim come, the guy wants to go towards the goyim. So if the goyim come from the peanut butter side, it's automatic that he wa- the guy the guy is saying I want to go to the peanut butter side. Uh-huh. And if the Rebbe comes, he from the peanut butter side, he wants to go to the jelly side. The opposite of the, the, opposite of the Rebbe. Where it says we have a contradiction of goyim on goyim, and we're going to have a, a question of Rebbe on the Rebbe. From rabbi from Yitzhak, it sounds like the opposite. Mara says, there's no question of goyim or goyim. When we said they want to run away in our Mishnah, that's when the guys are collecting taxes. And if you happen to be in town, you know you're going to get a big tax bill. In that case, you want to run away these are the people in charge of the town, when the people in charge of the town come, they take complaints, and if you have a problem with your sewer bill, or you have a problem with your uh, drain pipes, so then you can go tell them they'll fix it, then you want to go towards them, you don't want to go away from them. Good. Now we spoke last night, that you shouldn't be talking about these things on Shabbat, I guess these guys are not chasidim, shouldn't be talking about these things on Shabbat, maybe it's for the public, maybe it's for a mitzvah, okay. Chacham, also the rabbis no question. In our case, in the Mishnah where the guy wants to go to it, he's going to hear a rabbi giving a speech. The other one, he's talking about a guy who teaches people to say kidat Why would you want to go away from the rabbi who wants to teach you to say kidat So there's a machloket. Some say, very simple. The guy wants to charge you tuition, tuition and you don't want to pay. So you, so you see that there was tuition bills were very high. Some people look, look at this some people look at this and they say, Oh, you see, try to get away from the tuition people, even in the old days you try to want to get away from them. Even on Shabbat. Even on Shabbat, you want to get away from them. They were collecting even Shabbat. Nowadays, at least leave you alone on Shabbat. Others say, Oh, you see, high tuitions even then? You're supposed to have high tuitions. Okay. Uh, those who said tongue in cheek. Says the Gemara Okay, we'll stop over here. Rabbi Echad Mehen. Amen,